0: Welcome to the Plant, Grow, Reap Podcast.
1: Welcome to Plant Grow Reap. I am Chelsea, and today we're going to get to know some of the team members behind the scenes at Entry Group a little bit more. So I am sitting here with Simone, who is our Wealth Operations Manager, and basically, yeah, we want to get to know you a little bit more, share a little bit about your background at Entry Group and the company. So, welcome to Plant Grow Reap. Thank you very much for having me. That is all right. Um, we'll get started with just saying, yeah, could you share a little bit about your background and upbringing and how it influenced your career choices that led you to Angel Group?
0: So, I grew up as uh, one of four in my family. I have uh, two sisters and a younger brother. Uh, both of my parents were quite uh, working class. Um, they both migrated over from Scotland and Germany, respectively. Uh, so, getting back into their fields in a new com uh, sorry in a new country was um quite a lot of work and so i feel that work ethic has been passed down from not only my parents but also my grandparents yeah um yeah so that's a little bit sort of about my family and my upbringing and i think um progressively throughout my career at ancient group i've moved through being a client service coordinator into an EA position into my current role, which is Wealth Operations Management. So I feel that's kind of inclusive of how I was brought up in my, my family's uh, work ethic, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I think as someone who has seen you move through all of those positions at Angel Group, I know one of the themes has definitely been your work ethic, but also your initiative. I know you moved into the executive assistant role during COVID. We were all working from home. Things were pretty chaotic. um, And an opportunity opened up that was going to have to be filled pretty quickly. And you stepped up to the plate and said, hey, I'm here. I'm happy to take this on. And yeah, Walked in, flourished, did an amazing job. So I definitely see that from an outside perspective that that work ethic definitely comes through, but that initiative as well. Mm. I think all of us in the team at that time were really impressed seeing that because it was a tough time personally and professionally for everyone. Yeah. Um, And to see you take that on during COVID completely remotely was pretty incredible. It's so
0: very interesting hearing it from someone else's point of view because how that EA position came about was so innocuous. It was it was not me being like I want this job, pick me. I think I'd be really good at it. It was more so knowing that the admin, not sorry, not the admin, the maternity cover um, that we had had moved on, and it was just a a very quick message to shane via teams being like hey if you need a hand while you look for someone to fill this position (laughs) let me know because i'm happy to help where i can and then it turned into a hey i just need help for two hours a week do you think you can find sorry two hours a day two hours a day do you think you can find that for me i'm like yeah i could probably find two hours a day yep and then we finished that call and in my head i'm thinking there is no way That the managing director of this company only requires me for two hours a day. Oh yeah, that was never that was never gonna be (laughs) (laughs) He's completely pulled the wool over my eyes here. And lo and behold, it was not two hours a day. No. It was more like five hours a day and two hours for all my other work. But we got there in the end. So well,
1: you made it work and you made it work well. And I think, yeah, even just the the offer of the help speaks to that you actually gave, which was to just Mm -hmm. give a helping hand. That speaks to your contribution to the company and your work ethic and and everything like that so now you're in a new role so you're the wealth operations manager um tell me a little bit about the key responsibilities of that role and and how it's different from what you've done previously
0: um I I wouldn't really say it's all that much different it's sort of a combination of all of the administration roles and the EA roles sort of merged together with a couple of other responsibilities thrown in. Yeah. So all of the admin work that I had previously been, do- been doing, so scanning, booking appointments, phone calls, etc cetera, um, to then management of inboxes, management of appointments, um, that sort of thing in the EA role. I still do all of that, but then there's the added um, IT responsibilities and making sure all of that's up and running for both wealth and finance, um, all of the invoicing I can't think of anything else because
1: well I know wrangling the um, director of uh, the the wealth business unit and yes. our finance and lending <laughs> manager
0: as well I'm sure that's a part of it as well managing their time yes. and their inboxes yes and ensuring they're at the the mandatory uh, master classes that we do hold it um, internally within Aintry Group is um, proving to be a little bit more difficult than I'd care to believe it should be so <laughs>
1: fair enough well it is still relatively new how long have you been in the role now
0: uh, I believe midway through March, so that's what probably coming up to six months. Yeah. yeah, so
1: you know, learning and growing as we go. And I know, just for context as well, the finance business unit has only existed for about half that time and, mm. uh, the wealth business unit has been up and running for a little over a year. So we're all, um, learning and growing together. That's yes. for sure. And I'm sure that everything will will settle in nicely. Um, at Entry Group in general, there's never a dull moment. We're always, always mm. growing, always evolving. So yep. I guess it makes, makes sense that the, the roles are doing that as well. Yes. So what does a typical week in your role look like for you?
0: Is it, um, odd to say that it's not a typical week any week it's a constantly no that changing. makes sense to me so
1: i work in marketing so there is no such thing as a typical week yep, i definitely it's get that different. <laughs> no that's that's completely fair enough i understand that 100 yeah.
0: no it's highly different um so it depends on how many client appointments we have whether or not i'm required in those client appointments um onboarding new clients setting up accounts for clients it's very very client-centric so depending on what client work we have going on during the week, uh, it, that, that makes my week so to say. So if we don't have any client appointments, that gives me my time to do all the invoices, do all the it in the background and sort of just have a nice baseline to start the next week. Mm -hmm. Um, the clients kind of throw that off a bit, which is lovely because I do like the change and the challenge. Um, but that's where the stress can creep in.
1: Yeah. Yes. Well, how do you handle that stress and and maintain sort of a positive mindset? Because there's a lot of um, time-sensitive documents mm. and things like that as yes. part of your role as well.
0: Yes, specifically with um, finance, with all of the uh, home loans and whatnot that we re- refinance and put together for clients. Um, I think I handle stress by – if I'm very, very stressed, I try and imagine um, – Like I I take a a very, very deep breath and I imagine or visualize, is a better word, uh, my lungs filling up and I feel my ribs expand as my lungs fill up. And I feel that coming all the way up sort of to my shoulders. And I hold that for a few seconds and I do that two or three times and I just feel the air coming in and going out and just focus on that. Yeah for that moment in time. So that's sort of my mindfulness on a Monday and Wednesday. I think I've got it scheduled in my calendar. Beautiful. Um, and so I, I envisage that and that sort of just allows me to sort of come back to a base level, which is nice. Yeah. Um, and then just sort of having a chat with some colleagues and whatnot. It's, it's nice to come in in the morning and get a coffee and just have a laugh with some people in the kitchen. And it's, I find it's a really nice way to start the week or the day by having a laugh and setting that positive mindset for the day.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. As you were talking through your breathing, I was actively like filling up my lungs. <laughs> I feel very relaxed now. That was great. A good reminder Thank for you. everyone involved, you appreciate it. <laughs> take, take a nice deep breath wherever you are. Um, so in terms of that, yeah, starting the day out positively chatting with the team, um, is that something you enjoy most about your, your job, the company culture and the team members?
0: Yes, I think uh, the culture is one of the things that drew me to ancient Group in the first place almost five years ago uh, and it's nice that it's still a relevant factor. Yeah. Um, and not just a relevant factor, it's a, it's a huge factor. I, 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 everyone that comes into the business, um, I make an effort to sort of – well, everyone makes an effort to get to know them, but yeah, um, I sort of ask them just like, oh, you know, how did you get into the – like how did you – get into entry Group, like what did you enjoy most about the company and blah, 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 and without a doubt one of the top two things they always mention is culture. Yeah. So it's nice to know that it's not just the existing employees, it's all of the new employees coming in as well.
1: Yeah, that's great. That's genuinely so good to hear from new people coming in and and people as part of the team. Mm. It's, it's nice to know that it's other people's experience as well. Do you have a particularly favourite memory or funny moment that um, – you would like to share or is appropriate to share on the podcast?
0: I think it's appropriate. I don't know um, whether the managing director will think it's appropriate. And I'll apologise in advance, Shane. This should be good. um, (laughs) Not too long. So at Ainge Group, we have a lot of internal events and we we always have um, lunches and after work drinks and all that sort of stuff. Um, And this particular day we were having a barbecue for our lunch and I can't remember what event it was for, but... um, for whatever reason, the barbecue that we have at the office was not cleaned properly the prior time that we had used it. And so Shane was cleaning the barbecue, burning off everything else that was on the grill. Um, and it started to smoke quite a bit and there are a couple of flames and so we had the hood closed and he's like, oh, you know, just let it do its thing. And that's, that's it, completely fine. But what we didn't realise was where the barbecue was situated, it was directly below a fire alarm. And so, <laughs> the legal team downstairs heard the fire alarm. Nobody upstairs heard the fire alarm. So we've had that checked, and we're all fine now. Yeah,
1: that God. was very concerning that <laughs> the fire alarm for the whole building only goes off in the lobby. That's mm. no help whatsoever. No,
0: not at all. Um, and so we had, uh, I think, two or three fire fire engines rock up, and all yep. the fireies came in, and we were very, um, very apologetic, and we were like, we had no idea. And so um, that barbecue has been kept very clean. Yes, very clean
1: and now right on the edge of the balcony as close to the fresh air as possible. (laughs) Um, And it was actually really funny. We used it recently for another team event and completely unrelated to the use of the barbecue, but there was a fire engine parked outside the office about an hour before we started cooking. um, And there was a few jokes passed around that they were there preemptively ready to go for our barbecue lunch. Yes. Um, So now, yeah, we've become a a bit infamous at the Camberwell Fire Department, potentially. (laughs) Um, So is that your favourite moment at Aintry Group or the first that comes to
0: mind? I think that's probably the funniest that I can recall. Um, But I think my favourite moment is just seeing everyone and having that genuine chat. And there are some very, very fond friendships that I've made at Aintry Group that I will keep for a lifetime. And... I think that's one of the best things about coming into work, being able to not only come into a place that you call work, but also come into a place where you have genuine friendships and you can, regardless of whether or not you're having a bad day or it's just like a a down mood day or anything like that. And knowing that you have people there to pick you up is really great. I feel like that's a terrible word to describe it, but it's, it's fantastic. Honestly, I don't feel like you could ask, for anything more in a workplace.
1: Yeah, I think that's really special when you can say that you've got those genuine friendships at work. I think it really makes the whole experience better and, like you said, um, pick you up when things are challenging and mm. just enjoy the ride when, when things are going well.
0: Because if you don't have that, then there's the whole, oh, you know, I'm not feeling the best. I won't come into work today. It's like, a no, I want to go in. I want to see these people because yep. I know they're going to make me feel better.
1: Yeah, and that is, like you said, like a fantastic Fantastic thing to have. Yes. In terms of outside of work, passions, hobbies, what what do you like to do when you're not in the office and um, running the the wealth department?
0: Um, I believe I would be lying if I said that I was constantly going out and going to bars and pubs and all that sort of thing. I spend a lot of time at home with my husband and my dogs.
1: That sounds well, that like a lovely, <laughs> a lovely way to spend your time. Well, you know, unwind and recharge. That's part of it as well.
0: Yes, but no, that's where I find um, an immense amount of joy and just happiness is just having a cuddle on the couch with the dogs and my husband, or going out for a walk for a coffee and just watching the dogs run wild and and whatnot. But. Um, Recently, my siblings, they've all had uh, children as well. So I spend a lot of time with my nieces and nephews and I find an an immense amount of joy from them as well. It's just amazing to see them discover like a leaf. (laughs) I'll just spend an hour just like carrying one of the children and they'll just be pointing. And so I will just escort them around the garden and we'll look at flowers and leaves and twigs and whatever you would find in a garden. And they find so much joy out of it. And you forget that yeah as an an, as an adult and it's just sort of like oh you know this is yes it's a lovely plant but we don't need to be standing here for 10 minutes yeah but it's it's everything to them and i i love that
1: well i certainly love all the really cute photos and videos that you bring (laughs) into the office to share with the rest of us so it's it's much appreciated um as on our end as well what about um like favorite books podcasts tv shows i know you are an avid football fan, like Western Bulldogs supporter, but also just football in general. Like you watch all the games.
0: Yes. Much to my husband's disappointment. Um, yes, he gets very upset with me during the season because he's like, oh, can't we watch something else? I'm like, no, no, you can can go watch something else, please. (laughs) Um, I don't really have a favorite book. I just enjoy books in general. Um. I know that we have exchanged book recommendations and um, yep. I think we both enjoy the same kind of book. Yes. No, that's really been lovely. great to
1: have, yeah, a, a little bit of a, an unofficial book swap happening yes. um, with your family as well. I yes. know we've got your sisters and your mom involved in that too, yep. which is good.
0: <laughs> and it also saves us some money, which is a nice bonus. hundred um, percent. And then podcasts, I think... Yeah, I've I've got a few that listen that I listen to. Um, I won't go into too much detail about them because I'm not sure how work appropriate they are. But one of them is called Tony and Ryan. One of them is called We Mean Well. Um, one of them is called Sometimes Funny, Sometimes Awkward. Yep. Um, and I feel like there's probably a couple of others, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. Oh, I enjoy Shameless immensely. Yep. That's a popular one. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And they do. They also do a book club one. So a lot of my book recommendations I do get from them as well. So.
1: Excellent. No, it's a, I mean, obviously we're a big fan of podcasts in <laughs> general, but yeah, it's a great way to be able to yeah, drive to work and get ready for the day and, and start off, like you said, on that nice positive mindset for the rest yes. of the day as well. Um, and has, do you have any books or podcasts that sort of inform your career or the work side of things, or is it more just for personal enjoyment?
0: Um, a lot of it is for personal enjoyment, but that does also creep into the sort of professional side. Um, so one of the ones that I listen to Tony and Ryan, um, one of the things that they're big on is just start the blog yep. and it's, it doesn't need to be a blog. It's just, it's just do the thing. Yep. So whether that be a blog, whether that be changing jobs, whether that be moving into a new position, it's just, just do the thing yep. because you never know what you don't do. Yep and so that's something that i that was front of mind for me when i took my current role when it was proposed to me in february and i was i was terrified yeah it was a brand new position i had no one that i could go to to be like oh how did you do this and oh but what does this mean and how does this work with that um and i thought about it and i i, I was told that i didn't need to give an answer until um after my wedding. So my wedding was early March yeah, and so this was a conversation early Feb. And so I had a good month to think about it and yeah. I had, <laughs> I had an answer back to Shane and Andrea the next day because I could not think of anything else. Yeah, It was like, as soon as someone put something like that to you, and I don't know if it's the same for other people, but it's, it's front of mind. I can't think of anything else regardless of what else I've got going on
1: including a wedding
0: and the stress of planning a wedding and being a month out from that. Um, I couldn't think of anything else. And so I was on the phone to my husband, well, my then fiance, my older sister who I go to a lot for career advice and just any advice in general. Um, yeah. And so I had a, had a response back the next day, which was probably not all that surprising to Shane and Andrea because I feel like Andrea is probably the same in that mindset. Yep. Um, but yeah, so just, just do the things. start yep. the blog, take the promotion, do the thing that scares you yep. is yeah, all that I could advise.
1: A hundred percent. So yeah, what is the best piece of life advice that you've received? Is it from your sister or is it the, the start the blog?
0: I think it's the do what scares you. Yeah. Do 100%. what scares
1: 100%. Yep. No, I think it's a good one. You, you never know where, how exactly. it will lead and the worst that can happen is that it doesn't work out, but at least you tried.
0: Yep. And even if you do fail at it, that's how you're going to get better. So do the thing that scares you, make mistakes. And honestly, I feel like that's how I've gotten to where I am. Yep. By making mistakes, by taking the leap. I think it's excellent. Excellent advice.
1: (laughs) We talked a little bit about what you do to wind down. What does a perfect day off look like for you?
0: Uh, A perfect day off would be sleeping in past 7am, which is incredibly rare which i'm very disappointed about um a coffee in bed having a cuddle with the dogs um, going for a walk seeing my nieces and nephews it's it's very very basic stuff but it fills my cup so immensely it's just it's incredible you could do it, it doesn't even need to be doing anything like it could be watching them just roll around on the floor yeah They've learned how to roll over. They've learned how to pull themselves up. Yep. And the smile that you get from just like seeing them learn something new is just incredible.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's not the simple stuff. It's the important stuff. Families are the important stuff. Yeah, you know? well,
0: for a six-month-old, yes, pulling yourself up is, is the huge, it is that the they huge thing that they've achieved that week. <laughs> yeah, I um
1: I don't remember learning how to do it, but I feel like it was a, a big deal at the time, yes. and I'm glad that everyone is <laughs> – it, it would be great to have everyone getting behind you. Imagine if we do that as adults every time someone did something really yes, cool. Yes, every time you, you will, got up from your desk, Yeah. like, well done, you Everyone was up. really excited for you. That would be great. Um. Finally, if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would it be? Oh, that's a good one.
0: Um, I am a big believer, having gone to uni and being been terrible at it, you don't need to go to uni to have a successful career. Mm-hmm. You don't need to have a degree. You don't need to be top of your class. There are so many different avenues for people. There's diplomas. There's just experience i mean i i went to uni and i got my degree and it took me i think four and a half years to do a three-year degree i failed so many subjects and questioned whether i should continue going through the last four units that i needed to complete um and i did it because i'd done three years so i may as well do the last year and all, all in already yeah yeah exactly but I don't think my degree has gotten me to where I am today. I think it's purely just experience and and getting your foot in the door. Yeah. So I and I think it's quite timely because I know that Year Twelve exams are happening at the moment. So don't put too much stress on yourself. You don't you don't need your ATAR. It's only important for the next three months. Yeah. After then, it it doesn't make a difference. Yeah.
1: No one asks about it. No. What like. Afterwards, I think every, everyone asks in that moment and then that's it.
0: And even if they do ask, it's not relevant. They don't matter. No. If they're asking about your ATAR, go somewhere else.
1: Yeah, 100%. No, I think that, that's good advice for you for your younger self. Mm. Um, but, I mean, obviously everything's turned out really well and we're grateful that um, the degree and everything since um, has led you to us because you're a fantastic part of the team. Um, it's amazing to, to have you be part of Entry Group in all the roles that you've taken on um, and personally as well, just having you be part of the team um, and a friend is absolutely fantastic. So I'm glad that you <laughs> um, did the degree and it took forever and you ended up with us um, yes. afterwards because all all things have led to this moment, but everything
0: happens for a reason.
1: Exactly. So thank you for sharing so much about yourself and, and your, I'm going to say journey, which our managing director hates, <laughs> but your journey at Angry Group, um, and your career, it's been great to learn more about you. There were things that I, I didn't know. Um, so I've learned new things too, which oh, is cool. is great. Um, but yeah, thank you for sharing and for being here on Plank Go Reap. Thank you for having me.